Lesnar, you can line up Braun Strowman. Brock Lesnar would defeat Braun Strowman. You can line up Kane. Brock Lesnar would defeat Kane. You can line up all 30 members, all 30 participants, all 30 superstars that enter the Royal Rumble match and have them fight Brock Lesnar collectively or individually, and Brock Lesnar would eat through each and every one of them as well. That might be a slight exaggeration. You're looking at the most dominant champion in the history of world wrestling entertainment, and it goes like this. Brock Lesnar fears no challenge. Brock Lesnar fears no challenger. Brock Lesnar fears no challengers. Brock Lesnar does not believe in monsters. And Brock Lesnar highly doubts that Kane is the devil's favorite because I've had a one-on-one -on -one with the guy down below, and his favorite is the reigning, defending, undisputed, universal heavyweight champion, Brock Lesnar! Sibol Inferno Ordipimo! Now, Paul Heyman, put it as plainly as it can be, wait just a minute! of this earlier tonight, the Big Red Machine, Kane! Marches to the ring. It might not be fear in the eyes of Lesnar, but I think it's at least uncertainty. Remember, these two men have never met in a match before. Kane cannot wait to get his hands on the beast, and now Lesnar realizing the size of the Big Red Machine. champion staring down the big red machine. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Damo, your WWE correspondent for Trackstar Sports, coming at you with the Outsider's Edge, man. We're back again this week. And uh, 
before I get too into it, everyone listening, happy new year. It's 2018. 2017 was a long year, but you still here. So it was a good year. So I'm looking forward to 2018, what it's going to bring. I'm ready to ramp up, take on whatever challenges comes this year. So I hope you are too. Again, if you're listening, you're here. Keep fighting, keep pressing, keep pushing. Um, So yeah, so first Outsider's Edge uh, broadcast of the year for Trackstar Sports. Shout out to the Trackstar Sports team. Um, Yeah, so January's here. And we're ramping up for the road to WrestleMania. Um, and the road to WrestleMania starts where at the Royal Rumble. Can't wait. January 28th on the WWE Network. I believe about 7 o'clock. No, probably 8 o'clock. Probably 7 o'clock is a pre-show. Um, yeah, if you don't have the network, go ahead and subscribe. I'm not a promoter for WWE Network, but I'm just saying if you want to see uh, some great action. Um, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, again, I'm, I've mentioned it before. I know that uh, one pay-per-view recently, they did like a special where you could buy just the pay-per-view for that day for a pretty reasonable price. So I don't know if they're still doing that. But either way, make sure you, uh, you check out the Royal Rumble January 28th. It's going to be big. Um, so uh, if you're listening, the uh, clip I just played was from Monday Night Raw. So I'm just going to dive right into the universal title match, the triple threat match, uh, Brock versus Braun versus Kane, the, the beast versus the monster versus the machine. I can't wait to see this match. Um, I, I'd have to say, I mean, while I, while I enjoyed it, I'd have to say the Brock versus Braun match was good. A tad underwhelming, just a tad bit, but, um, I'm I'm really looking forward to this match, but I really think Monday they set up that definitely Kane's not winning this match. If anybody other than Brock Lesnar wins this match, it's not going to be Kane. Um, if you saw Monday Night Raw, Kane approached uh, Braun Strowman about them teaming up against Brock Lesnar, but then it's like if y'all take out Brock, it I mean it leaves y'all two, and then what? Like, I really didn't get that, but I believe that that's set up for Kane to take the fall in this match. I think Kane's going to get pinned in that match to to lose, whether it's Brock or Braun. I really think Brock's going to win it somehow, but, yeah, I, I really just see that as the outcome. Um, Brock's been in triple threat matches before, not with guys of this magnitude as far as, like, size, but... I really think Brock is just going to show how phenomenally dominant he is and take both of them out. Um, if you saw Monday Night Raw, and again, if you heard the clip, Kane came out and chokeslammed Brock, and Brock pulled an Undertaker <laughs> and popped up. <laughs> and I think that was like a, a wink at the Undertaker, so to speak, to say, hey, Kane, I'm the one who beat your brother at WrestleMania. Don't forget that. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like Brock is really about to just show out at the Royal Rumble. Like, it's not even going to be a game. 
and 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 not, I don't think he'll win easily, but I think that again, I mean, time after time, I mean, he got carted out of a match once and came back and won. Like, <laughs> I I really think he's just gonna pull a stunt like that and um and really come out victorious in this match and retain his title. And it's just gonna be like, okay, well then, who can really beat him? And maybe sometime in 2018 he'll lose the title. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, that's my take on the Universal Title match for the Royal Rumble. This is your boy Demo with the Outsider's Edge. Stay tuned. Yo yo yo! We are back again. <clears throat> With the Outsiders Edge, just your boy Demo, Trackstar Sports, your WWE correspondent. So, we're talking Monday Night Raw uh, this week. Um, just real quick uh, to go back to the previous segment about the every time I see that clip of Kane versus Brock, when Brock just sits up after the choke slam and starts laughing, it's like, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but my mind immediately goes back to WrestleMania, Kane and I mean uh, Undertaker and Brock sitting up in the middle of the ring, and Brock starts laughing at him, and then Undertaker starts laughing at him back. I mean, but that's the night he ends up beating him. <laughs> it's just like I, I just feel like they've pretty much set it up that. Braun is the more dominant between Kane and Braun, and Brock is the more dominant between Kane and Brock. It's just, I think they've just laid it out that Kane is going to take the L in this match, <laughs> either way. But, um, but yeah, moving on to another topic. So, a hot topic, I think, uh, is Jason Jordan. So, this Jason Jordan story is getting really interesting. I'm waiting for him to turn heel. <laughs> That's what I'm... Re- every week, everything that happens, it builds up to me thinking, when is he going to turn heel? Okay, like, he can't really do it now. He's got the tag team titles with Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins doesn't really want to be his partner, but he's kind of stuck with him. So... Yeah, I'm just kind of waiting. And Seth Rollins is kind of playing like the role of the the old veteran looking at the young rookie. Like, hey, you've got potential, but you really don't know what you're doing. And Jason Jordan is the, the young rookie who just thinks he knows it all and has it all. Hey, I'm big, I'm strong, I'm athletic. And Seth is like, nah, kid, you don't get it. You just don't get it yet. And... I either think he's either going to get it and not turn heel, or he's going to turn heel and then he'll get it. Because, I mean, you think about it, Seth Rollins has been the heel, and he's been the quote-unquote good guy at the same time. So, with that being said, how long do you think that they'll last as tag team champions? I don't think they, I mean, they're both great in the ring. And, um, I mean, yeah, Seth is just, I mean, Seth's been champ, you know, he's been champ by himself multiple times. He's, you know, he's been tag champs before. I mean, Jason Jordan has been a tag champ before. Um, I mean, but he's just flat out good in the ring. 
and but those two the personalities they definitely bump heads they don't like i don't see him becoming a part of the shield like it's just not gonna happen so i'm like i'm wondering how long are they gonna last as champs and then secondly how long will they last as a team i mean i think right now what's hold them together are the tag team titles but if they lose the tag team titles do they stay together I mean, they kind of got thrown together in the first place. So, what happens if they lose the titles? Do they stay? Do they try to stay together? I think if they lose the titles, they split. But if they manage to try to stay together after losing the titles, I think there's a big blow up. And you know, the Shield kind of feel like this debt of gratitude to Kurt Angle for Survivor Series. <clears throat> So, I think that's why they're kind of letting Jason Jordan hang around. But I, I see a blow up either way. I see Jason Jordan turning heel, or they lose the titles and lose the titles probably because of him. And then there's a big blow up out of that. I don't know. You tell me what you guys think. This is your boy Demo with the Outsiders Edge Trackstar Sports. Stay tuned. So we're back again. This is the Outsider's Edge with your boy Damo, the WWE correspondent for Trackstar Sports. So <clears throat> I wasn't gonna do it, but I kind of want to segue since I'm talking tag teams. Uh, just um, gonna jump over to SmackDown real quick um, to talk tag teams. Um, so we almost had new tag team champions almost and I said I emphasize almost had tag new tag team champions on Smackdown Live so Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin earned their spot as the number one contending tag team for the Smackdown Live tag team titles the champs being the Uso brothers. <clears throat> so these two teams square off. It's, and it's nothing less than expected. It's a great match. They're two great tag teams. Um, I mean, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin are time-tested. So are the Usos. I mean, I, I'm a fan of the Usos. Um, I thought things were going downhill when they when they you know, they kind of turned heel for a minute. Um, they kind of balanced that back out where they're giving them that edge. But they're not heels. So, I like what they're doing with the Usos. Um, they on that one day-ish. <laughs> I like it. Uh, but, I mean, these two teams went at it. And <clears throat> I honestly didn't expect the Usos to lose. But if you saw SmackDown uh, last night, then, or Tuesday night, whenever you hear this, uh, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin had the match won, supposedly. But uh, Chad Gable pins, uh, I believe it was Jimmy Uso, to 
what looks like win the belts. But Jimmy was not the legal man in. And neither was Chad Gable. Neither one's a legal man. So the pin doesn't count. These guys are halfway up the ramp with the titles. And the refs are like, no, restart the match. <laughs> restart the match. They almost, <laughs> and I say almost, <laughs> win again. <laughs> and it's like, I know that there's the whole, you know, rule of, you know, there's a legal man or whatever. But I never really saw that technicality come into play like that. So that was totally unexpected to me. But they almost <laughs> like that. That word almost just completely defies that whole scenario. It was like, wait, really? They're really going to restart this match. But they won. <laughs> but it's like when you look at it, it's like, no, nah, they really didn't. Based on the rules, they didn't. Neither man was the legal man in. So the pins don't count. And then the Usos pull it out legally <laughs> and keep their titles. I was like, it, it was a it was it was fluke, but it was amazing to me all at the same time. I was just kind of baffled. So shout out to Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin for almost winning the tag team titles on SmackDown Live. But uh yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think about the match? What do you think about the outcome? Um, they're coming back for those titles because they just got too close for them not to have another match sometime soon. But I don't know. You tell me what you guys think. This is your boy Damo with the Outsider's Edge, Trackstar Sports. And we're back again with the Downsiders Edge Trackstar Sports with your boy Damo. <clears throat> so, one uh, topic I want to hit real quick. Um, <clears throat> it has to do with the women's division on Monday Night Raw. So, Monday, uh, I saw what I think will be a Wrestle, what would be considered a WrestleMania preview. We saw Asuka versus the Raw Women's Champ, Alexa Bliss. Non-title match. But either way, WrestleMania caliber match. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I'm an Asuka fan. I'm an Alexa Bliss fan, too. I like both of them. But... um, yeah, Asuka is the truth. <laughs> like I really I really like her. I like her I like her style. I like her swag. Um I like her her wrestling style. Like I mean just <clears throat> you know, she's very flashy. I don't know. Like as far as like her apparel style, like her look and everything, and she almost I wanna say reminds me kind of of a female version of Sting like not the Crow Sting the original Sting Sting that came with the with the buzz cut and the and the rat tail and the painted face with the multiple colors 
and the bright neon colored pastel colored tights and all of that stuff and came out and was just real rowdy and screaming all over the place like she reminds me of that sting not sting before he just got really upset and fed up with the way WCW was going and he came back as the crow even though I definitely enjoyed the crow version of sting don't get me wrong like he may be want to wear a black trench coat and carry a bat as far as I was concerned but <clears throat> but yeah the original sting the the wild uh just rambunctious sting um Oscar uh her swag kind of reminds me of that um and then her and then her in the ring she's just phenomenal I mean I mean she's she's an incredible striker she has submission moves and, and counter moves out the wazoo like she's just crazy in the ring and I actually really wasn't surprised she beat Alexa Bliss and, and now Alexa Bliss I'm waiting for Alexa Bliss to pull that little dislocate her own arm out the socket trick she does that thing was disgusting when she did it but I don't know if y'all remember but that was at a pay-per-view last year I think she was wrestling uh, Sasha Banks and she can do this trick. I guess she's like double jointed or whatever with her arm. And she looked like her arm was uh, dislocated. And the ref was freaked out. Sasha Banks was freaked out. And then she just popped that thing back in place and won the match. Because she freaked everybody out. They were just didn't know what to do. Thought the match was over because she was hurt. But she really wasn't. So, yeah. Asuka versus Alexa Bliss. Now, Alexa, now Asuka is going to be in the first ever Women's Royal Rumble match at Royal Rumble, um, January 28th, um, and she definitely looks like she has a good chance to win, and if she wins, then she's going for a title shot at WrestleMania. I mean, I could see it happening, Asuka for the title. I mean, I don't. I think it won't. it is only a matter of time before she's champ anyway, because she's just whooping up on everybody. But I don't know. Tell me what you guys think about Oscar. Call in. Holla at your boy. This is Damo, your WWE correspondent, Trackstar Sports with the Outsider's Edge. Styles is ready to strike. It's coming up for Sami Zayn. AJ Styles up top. Oh, Sami Zayn able to avoid. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, and the official bailed oh, oh. out. The referee was trying to get out of the way of the superstars, but whoa, whoa, wait a minute, cover, cover inside the ring. The officials trying to get in the ring, come on. And now the count, now the count and a kick out. What was that? Styles to the head scene by a long shot. Did you see Kevin Owens? Get out of my way. Kevin was one interfering. Oh, look, here we go. Commissioner Hothead. Kevin Owens has been ejected. That's the right for call. For hey, Shane. Hey, Shane. If you're throwing Kevin out, why don't you leave with him?
Look at how over kick. Everyone's supposed to be out here. Oh, no, no, no. Zane. Zane just pinned the WWE Champion. Here is your winner, Sammy Zane. And for the second week in a row, you can chalk up a big time assist to our high-headed commissioner, Shane McMahon. Oh, high-headed commissioner? How about our high-headed general manager who tried to throw out the commissioner? How does that Daniel happen? Daniel Bryan was looking out for the best interests of all the superstars and having a fair contest. The referee it was trying to avoid being crashed into the ring. Pay attention. Look, always just blocking the referee. Always just blocking the official from getting inside the ring. Tell me you don't see that. Same thing they had every reason to toss Kevin Owens out of here. No, this was a completely unprovoked attack. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon on the outside. It was Sammy Zayn was able to catch Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens put his hands on the official, blocked the official from getting in the ring, and he got exactly what he deserved. If you didn't stop speaking for a minute, you could have heard Kevin Owens ask Is the official. Is that the way it's going to be, huh? Huh, Kevin? Huh, Sammy? Can't do anything on your own? Where are you? You! And you! I don't know whose side you're on anyway. Stop bickering like children. I'm the WWE Champion. I want to come out here and entertain these people with somebody else getting involved. You know what? Here's a thought. Here's a thought so I can make everybody happy. Why don't you just make those two in a match with me? Why don't you make it a handicap match? That's it. At the Royal Rumble, AJ Styles will defend his championship against both Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in a handicap match. Are you kidding me? Are you serious right now? I, I can't believe this. How is this okay? AJ wasn't serious about that. A handicap match? Yeah, Daniel Bryan, there's no question. Daniel Bryan is showing favoritism. And we're back again with the Outsider's Edge. This is your boy Damo, your WWE correspondent for Trackstar Sports. <clears throat> so, that last clip uh, was from uh, SmackDown Live on Tuesday. Uh, it was the uh, main event. Uh, the champ, uh, AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, versus Sami Zayn, non-title match. Um, as you heard, or as you saw, if you saw SmackDown Live, uh, Sami Zayn won the match with some interference, uh, <laughs> so to speak, or distraction rather, from uh, Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens, and Daniel Bryan. And AJ Styles basically set himself up to be in a handicap match at the Royal Rumble, where he'll face Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at the same time for the SmackDown Live Championship. How that works, I have no idea. <laughs> um, just another crazy, loopy aspect of that whole storyline between Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, Shane McMahon, and Daniel Bryan. This has been an ongoing thing. Like these guys, this group of guys connected has been an ongoing thing for a long time. Um, I think they're doing a great job of keeping the storyline interesting. Um, 
Now, as far as, like, to me, the most interesting part of the whole storyline is Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Who's going to turn heel? I was thinking Shane McMahon, but now I'm thinking, no, it's not Shane McMahon. It's Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's going to turn heel, but he's going to be the heel we like. <laughs> so... <laughs> He'll turn heel, but he has the crowd behind him. He has the yes movement. And then you got the yep movement that Kevin Owens and, and uh, Sami Zayn have started. And I think Daniel Bryant is going to turn heel, but it's going to seem like he's the good guy because everybody likes him and the crowd's behind him while Shane McMahon looks like the bad guy. And he's really trying to do what's right. That's the angle I'm kind of seeing as the story progresses. But I look forward to seeing how much more of this... Uh, this story progresses the storyline. I think it's the most interesting storyline on SmackDown Live. Speaking totally outside of wrestling, I think it's the most interesting storyline is is Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. <clears throat> and moving on from that, uh, on SmackDown Live, you also have the U.S. title tournament that's going on uh, because uh, Dolph Ziggler, he won the U.S. title at Clash of Champions, but then that following Tuesday, he vacated the title. Didn't feel appreciated, so he just left the title. So, Dan, uh, I'm sorry, not Dan Brown, Dolph Ziggler. Uh, so, Dolph Ziggler vacates the title. They're having a tournament now. Um, as it stands right now, uh, Tuesday, Xavier Woods of the New Day faced off against Aiden English, Mr. Rusev Day himself. And uh, he defeated Aiden English. To advance to round two. In round two, he'll face Jinder Mahal for uh, to, to see who advances to the finals for the U.S. title. I'm banking on Jinder Mahal. Then uh, Bobby Roode uh, has advanced to round two, and he'll face the winner of a match between Zack Ryder and uh, Mojo Rawley. I believe whoever he faces, it doesn't even matter. Bobby Roode is advancing to uh, to the finals. So, or to the to the next round rather, but um, <clears throat> no, that'll be yeah, that'll be the final round. So yeah, I believe Bobby Roode's advancing. So I think it'll end up being Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal for the U.S. title, and I think I'm banging on Jinder Mahal for that. And then uh, last but not least, uh, as far as Royal Rumble participants, uh, the ones that I've heard so far are John Cena, Finn Balor. And Baron Corbin. <clears throat> There's that leaves 27 other spots to fill. So we know over the next few weeks we're going to be hearing about people putting their name in the hat for the Royal Rumble. So that's all I have for this week on the Outsiders Edge. This is your boy Damo. If you don't already, follow us on social media at Trackstar Sports on Facebook, Trackstars underscore sports on Instagram, and um, also at Debate Fuel on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Get on the page, interact, engage, like, comment, share, all that good stuff. This is your boy Damo, and I'm out. Now we have to pump body snacks.